Welcome back to another sick podcast, Anvil Show. It's your boy Clyde. I am on time this week. I am not in uniform. Some shit fell behind me a couple weeks ago. I need to put that up. Hopefully we can pan out of that, Sammy, because that looks really, really bad. But tonight we're going to talk some good stuff. We're going to talk about what happened while we were out at Super Bowl Media Week uh, a couple weeks back. We'll talk about all things Michael Pittman, as that seems to be a hot button here in the Colts uh, family. And then lastly, we'll kind of jump into what PFF grades as their top 10 free agents and who Chris Ballard may have on his radar. So lots to talk about, much to say about it. But before that, Sammy, star me up, please. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast and Bill Show. The sickest Indianapolis Colts podcast. It's gonna be sick. Sick, sick. It's gonna be sick. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, do the readout. I believe are they still paying us. I think they are. So, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use DraftKings code Six Sports to get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five on any NFL bet. I'm guessing that's over with because the season's over, but maybe you could put bets bets on who's going to win it all next year. I have no idea, but we'll keep paying them. They'll keep paying us, and we'll keep breeding it. So <laughs> with that said, Sammy, please bring in Frick and Frack. Just like that. There they go. Ooh, that is an eyesore. I got to fix that behind me. I don't like that. Okay. Uh, welcome, fuckers. <laughs> Pizza Planet. Come on. Pizza fucking best, planet. Best, best damn pizza around, son. Best damn pizza around. Okay, well, before we do all that, while we have you to start this show, please like, subscribe, follow on all the things, YouTube, Facebook, the X. At the X, you can find us all at our own taglines or hashtags or whatever they call these shits. I'm at Colts Clyde um, or handles or whatever I said, hashtags. Where are you at, country? At Big Country Colts. And P. Big P Colts. Still the worst of them all. But please wow. get the numbers up on YouTube. The Facebook is continuously grow, continually, continually growing. But get the YouTube numbers up, please. And it's not even for us to make money. It's just for us to make sense. <laughs> like, I'll put it to you like this, man. I'm a very competitive person. The Sick Podcast has some heavy hitters out here. Our network has some heavy hitters. Now, sometimes you're just not going to be able to compete, but we should be competing a little bit better than what we are. Or shit. We can compete damn with anybody. Okay, Pat. There you go. I thought you were a humble giant. You sound like an arrogant asshole right now. And that's not, when it come, not when it comes to competition. All right. And with that, let's officially smash this. Yosh. That is the official sound of the anvil. We are live and it's time to do it. So, fellas, that is a creepy ass whatever the fuck. You know why I was doing it. That was sinister, bro. I don't like nothing about that. Like, oh, that was not good. But anyway. um, It's because he found a snake in my boot. Okay, you're going to start the night find off. no snake in my You shouldn't be looking for snakes, boots, none of that. That's weird. Stop it. 
<laughs> Stop it, guy to my right, your left, if you're looking that way, and whatever. Don't don't get me started on that again. It's sick. Okay, no, but let's do this. All right. Let me let me have a moment here. Okay. So let's talk about Super Bowl Media Week. How amazing that was. First out, shout out to Sammy and the family. Um, finally got to meet his entire family in person. Um, so Anello, of course, is his father. Rosie's his mom. Juliana is his sister. Uh, amazing family. Of course, Sammy is an amazing, I won't call him a kid. That's disrespectful. Uh, amazing young man. Um, but yeah, man, like just being there with the sick podcast uh, family to include Adam Rank. Uh, it was incredible, bro. Like if you want to talk about who is who of who's who in the media and NFL entertainment world, all was there. <laughs> right. And you can run it down, man. Like, um, who did I actually meet? Uh, Dr. Oz, Spice Adams, uh, Scary Terry. Uh, let me see a couple couple Instagram comedians that people may, may not know that those guys uh, shook hands with everybody. Everybody was seemingly nice. Now, I will say this. And having access like that, um, having that media badge, uh, you kind of act. Like, you gotta kind of carry yourself like you've been. So if you've never been, you just gotta act like you've been. Because what I'm getting at is, you can become starstruck pretty quick. Like Emmett Smith, one second, Deion Sanders, the next, The Rock, the next, Pat McAfee, Cam Newton. It's just fucked like shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can't keep up. But uh, these guys are usually pretty um busy so they're on a mission because literally when you're in radio row there are booths set up everywhere and of course you're gonna have the heavy hitters the pat McAfee show uh nbc is gonna have their their booth and espn have their booth so you're gonna have the heavy hitters but then you have all this the smaller guys uh podcasts radio shows series xm you name it they're kind of all in the middle and but all these players and all of these you know personalities are funneling through right through joe montana was within arm reach i said hey joe he said hey how you doing and just kept walking it's crazy right so you have the opportunity to see some of the players that you may grew up watching idolizing and you have the opportunity to talk to them and meet them but i'm telling you the publicists <laughs> are not to be fucked with they will tell their person we got to go we got to move got to move got to move um one thing that i wish because we found out too late because we end up talking to him on my last day but Chris Sims is fucking awesome. <laughs> like Chris, M Chris Sims is the most down to earth. And I get it. Like he has to be professional when he's on TV and all that shit. But Jared from Talking Titans got to ask him um, some good questions. And we end up interviewing him twice because um, we won't, won't throw nobody under the bus on sick podcast. But somebody's phone <laughs> ran out of storage and it just stopped on us. Right. And like I couldn't stop the interview because that would have just been crazy so as soon as it wrapped i let jared know like bro you only got like 40 seconds of that before the phone died and then so we end up getting another phone we go find chris again and he's like you sick fucking idiots like we just did this shit we got to do it again <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck kind of circus are y'all running and he just like you know he kind of gave us some shit a little bit but then he did another uh great take for us and it was a fucking amazing but he's just a low key down to earth guy he's from jersey so he got that jersey kind of you know swag to him but yeah so if you see him in the future wherever you know if he's if he's out of the nfl draft a combine and even if you don't have you know access to get back there just grab chris sims if you see him i guarantee you he'll give you an interview dude is amazing
cool dude. But that was a great experience, man. Like it, it was really eye opening. I think we had like 12 million something views from all of our podcasts and all of the media stuff that we were posting, which is incredible. I got to interview Michael Pittman, which we're going to talk about here brief, briefly. <clears throat> got to interview. Uh, fuck now it's, it's it's missing my I'm missing his name, but it was a Raiders player, um, which was a cool guy too. I'm sorry I can't call his name off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I just got to talk to some great people. LT, I got to fucking talk to LT. I couldn't get an interview with him, but I got to talk to LT. Like some some arguably say it's the best player to ever play defense in NFL. Lawrence Taylor is insane. Like so, I can't. Insane. Yeah, it's fucking insane, bro. Like we had like a eh, I say minute minute and a half just chatting. I was like, this is fucking LT. <laughs> like, holy fuck shit, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you could become starstruck pretty quickly. But, you know, like, if you just act like you've been there and just walk around and, you know, be respectful, like, people notice you, man. So, hell of an experience. It is exhausting as shit. Long days. Uh, I mean, it, it's so much you need to to try to get in front of. It's so much that you need to try to, like, you know, get for content that it's just busy, busy, busy. But the opening night ceremony was fucking amazing. Like I'm on the field, you know, so going back to opening night, I got to ask questions to try to get the heavy dogs, try to get Pat Mahomes. Nope. <laughs> Just too many people around. Tried to get Kelsey. Nope. Too many people around. But I did get Andy Reid. I got uh, Harrison Bucker. I got uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Um, and then as far as I got Chris Jones. And then I was able to get for the for the Niners. I was able to get couldn't get the heavy hitter. CMC had a, a line around the block, but I got Ayuk, I got uh, Debo, I got uh, the coach Shanahan, and I think I got one other guy. I got Andy Reid too, the coach. So it was fucking cool, like being like seeing this shit on TV for so many years, and you know people just ask questions. I'm like, fuck, I'm that person now. It's fucking crazy, and I got to give you that credit, Pat. Shout out to you. From when you first made me ask my very first question at training camp. And I want to say it was Gus fucking Bradley. And lo and behold, I can't stand that fucking guy. What is that about? <laughs> Let me on my own myself. Omaha! But he gave me that initial. It's not confidence. the guy that you can't I stand. It's the yeah, scheme. It's the fucking scheme. You're right. But you gave me the confidence at training camp a couple of years back to ask my very first question. Told me don't be bitch, <laughs> basically. Because <laughs> I was like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, jump, jump, jump in there and say it. And I fucking finally said it. So, and now I'm fucking fearless. I don't give a fuck. I'll ask anybody anything. Anyway, so that's what it takes, baby. That was the experience, man. It was fucking phenomenal. So, great things are happening here at the Sick Pod Colts or Sick Podcast Anvil Show, depends on where you follow us. But we're doing great things. So, again, shout out to Sammy and his family for actually scoring those credentials and allowing me to be there um to represent our podcast now can i jump can i jump on what you was alluding to there as far as all the people at the super bowl to me the combine is the same way just you don't get all the active people there like you you i've never seen lt there i've never seen uh deon sanders the rock people like that i've never seen anybody like that but all the hitters for the organizations, you know, uh, Dan Marino's been there, Brady, Glenn, you know, all the coaches, all the GMs, you know. So if you get a chance, come out to the combine. If you don't know what's going on, go to visitindy.com and they've got a list of all the activities, all the hotels, everything. 
just yeah. go to visit go to visit indy uh, and you will find your way around real easy and to me the combines my disney world i love it nfl also quit trying to take our shit bro like every year here recently for the last two years we've had to get told yay it's coming back no we've been holding that down since 87 stop fucking with us right like stop. i get it other everything else is kind of roving right so they rove the pro bowl now for years and years it was at you know in a hawaii a hawaii stadium but they rove that around now they definitely rove the nfl draft for years and years it was at radio city in new york they've been roving that around now for probably almost 10 years now but some things need to remain the same leave us alone it went from the rca dome to lucas oil leave us the fuck alone <laughs> stop trying to take our shit that's all i'm gonna say about that now moving on okay so one thing i did get to do now there was and i wish we had the the sound bite but we don't and plus my mic was acting goofy but anywho just neither here or there so immediately after everyone seen uh michael pittman on the um I think it was on the NFL Network when he gave his interview. Immediately after, I had a chance to, to talk to him. Now, I was listening in on what was being said, so I didn't want to, you know, follow that with the exact same questions because that would just show, like, no gamesmanship on my part. So I was over there talking to his agent, over there talking to his publicist, talking to his people, ensuring that I could at least get 30 to 45 seconds. <laughs> so I had to say, hey, after Mike's done, I know he's busy. Can I get 45 seconds? They were looking like, I was like, 45 seconds. I was like, and I had my Colts hat on. I was like, come on, man. Like, I know he ain't seen another Colts fan out here. Just give me my 45 seconds. So they gave me my 45 seconds. So I wanted to start that with, hey, congratulations to you and your family. You guys just had an emu on your, your family farm. Now, immediately, he looked at me like, oh, this motherfucker, like, he really knows me. I said, okay, I'm fucking with you now. So we locked in. He's like, oh, yeah, congrats. Thank you. Um, so then, you know, I asked him. You know what it was what it was going to potentially be like his first free agency he's like well i'm not a free agent yet but you know i love it at indy but i just still kind of want to you know see what's out there that type of thing but that was coming from him getting off the stage and basically saying like he will not forgo his future success for comfortability he said his entire life's in indy he's love it there he loves it there he loves his team but he just wants to see you know what that means going forward as far as like what is potentially out there for him. Don't blame the guy. Um, and so a lot of things are kind of being said back and forth. People are really stretching the truth here. He just got a, he just had a cow or something and the cow's name bluey or, some shit, or blue or some shit. I don't know. It's like, Oh, this is a sign that he's staying. Cause who would get a cow and have a farm and like name it blue and then move like what? Like to me, none of that has anything to do with what this man is going to do. So, Let's just open the floor to Michael Pittman. He's actually spoken now. We know what he said before the season, that he was going to do his due diligence, play out his contract. He had a fucking monster season, his best of them all. And now it's time for somebody to put up and shut up. <laughs> Either that's his team or it's Chris Ballard and his team. What are we going to do? So we talked about this before, but now I feel like it has a little bit more life to it. So what do you think Michael Pittman does? Let's start with country because he's just over there looking at his phone or going to sleep or turning red or i don't know what the fuck he's doing so we'll start with you 
I'm always red. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hellboy. <laughs> Fucking Hellboy over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I mean, if he really truly believes Indy's his home, he's gonna stay here. Um, he has good, you know, he knows that there's a bright future in Indy, which is gonna be a selling point for him. <clears throat> I mean, as far as money goes, who knows what you know what he's gonna get paid, what he'll turn down, what he'll want. You know, that's here or there for the moment. But I think, you know. He'll just go where his heart tells him to go, you know, in a more emotional standpoint. But, I mean, right now the way the league is and if he wants to stay competitive and have a bright future, future Super Bowl win, I think he stays in Indy. But, I mean, you know, something might catch his eye, something another team might say, who knows. But I think he's still going to stay in Indy regardless. Because, I mean, they're going to pay at least somebody to come replace him, whether it be Mike Evans or – you know, whoever's on that free agent market, or even you know, replacing the draft pick. So, have you, who knows? Have you met our Chris? Have you met Chris Ballard? He said we're gonna replace him. <laughs> That's no, never mind. Anyway, yes, we will replace him. I'm gonna look at That's you it. like you're looking at me. Okay, because you're like a psycho. Like, anyway, <laughs> you know, we don't bring big boy free agents in here. We are gonna pretend like we do. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna. We're gonna make ourselves feel Chris like he's really gonna look at free agency this year, so we'll see. I also, I think I might actually try to make the NBA this year too. We'll see. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, Patrick, I hear you, Spud Web. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Oh, Patrick, oh, oh, Muggsy looking motherfucker. Dude. This some bitch. All right, <laughs> now to, today is the day that opened the floor for tagging. And we've heard Chris Ballard say that the free agent, or I'm sorry, the free agent, listen to me, <laughs> that the franchise tag is a tool. That's his favorite word, tool. It is a tool. Now, we have yet to see him use that tool in all of his time here. So with that said, Patrick, will he use the free the franchise tool to potentially pay other players? And Michael Pittman seemingly doesn't have an issue if he does. What are your thoughts? I will say this. If he does use it, it's only to finish negotiations. Okay. Mm. Now, do I blame or am I upset with Michael Pittman testing the waters? Absolutely not. No. Doesn't doesn't mean he's not a Colt. Doesn't mean he doesn't want to be a Colt. Right. It means he's smart. He's intelligent. Yes. And when there is something in life that could potentially change going forward, you have to do your due diligence. You have to make sure it's the best fit for yourself, your family, and your bank account. Right. You don't you don't just you don't just quit one job and, and go to another without checking out that employer, checking out the benefits, you know. <clears throat> to me, when these players do that, that's no different than us changing jobs. Mm. You know, if, if we don't like our supervisor, we're going to start looking for another job. If we don't like our pay, we're going to start looking for another job. But that doesn't mean we're going to take the first thing that comes at us. Why don't you, you know, like your uh, co-host? Do you look for another job? No, no. <laughs> you, you, you just put you just put up with him. Bullshit! <laughs> bullshit! Oh, bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> Keep fucking with me, and I'm out of here. <laughs> so, are, are you trying to say something about Acosta? If you are, just 
speak it. Hey, well, motherfucker, keep calling me Spud Webb. It's gonna be a fucking problem. Some bitch. Anyway, <laughs> back to what you were saying, Patrick. So that's the way I look at it, and you know, hopefully, Chris can get the get the job done. We all like Pitt. We all like what he produces. We like the dog in him. We like how he jumps over everybody and fights his ass all the way down to the ground to keep the ball. His blocking, all the things. Absolutely. Everything. It, you know, it, I don't want him to leave. Damn, you crying? You know. But- <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a that fucking was great. Terrible, that was <laughs> terrible timing. It was, <laughs> that was, it was fucking great. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a hiccup and burp at the same time. <laughs> I don't. I don't want him to leave. Fuck it. I'll cry. I'll get my feel goods. Mike Pitt, Pitt, man. You got you. You got Big P crying. Mike Pitt, don't leave. <laughs> you know. That's but awesome. and and and, and all honestly though, I, I don't. I don't think Chris is going to let him walk. I hope not. You know. I I, I think he'll get the deal done. You okay. know, sooner rather than later. Um, that way, we're not going into training camp. With another contract issue, blah 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 blah. Learn that lesson. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. So with that said, before we jump into our last little bit, because we're gonna be on time tonight. Fuck that. Do we? Nope. Not do we. Is he the most important free agent signing for us, priority wise? Ooh. Nobody want to take it. Fuck it, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Y'all looking at me like, yeah, I don't know what oh, he's yeah. doing. You're looking at me like, oh, I don't know. you will take it. So fucking weird, bro. Omaha. We need a pause button, bro. Bruh. Okay, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, t- I'll take this one. Yes. He is the most important free agent we have to sign. Why? Because my follow-up question... After I asked him that, I said, okay, Mike, before I let you go, just got to know. <laughs> Is AR the real deal? He said, yes. I said, yes. <laughs> so with that said, he understands, like almost everybody, that the potential, because that's the only word we can use, the potential for Anthony Richardson and his core group, whoever that is, is fucking to the moon. And I, the last thing I said to him, I was like, well, we need you back. And he kind of smiled. Now, we've heard Zaire. We've heard Jonathan Taylor. We've heard EJ Speed. Um, we've heard Josh Allen say, look, it's a lot of people with strong arms in the NFL, but Richardson might have the strongest of all of us. It's to the moon. <laughs> okay? So, to me, that's what make Michael. that's what makes Michael Pittman this guy. Why? Because now in four years – He's had four different quarterbacks, even more if you include like Elegant coming there a little bit. He's had multiple quarterbacks that he's played with, and he's continued to improve and get better. Now, we need more touchdowns. He only has 15 total touchdowns in his career. But, I mean, he's had 1,150 yards last year, 109 receptions with Gardner. No knock on Gardner, but that's an adjustment playing with Gardner. The year before, Matt Ryan. The year before that, Carson Wentz. You know, like – Fucking on and on and on. The year before that, his rookie year was at Jacoby. Was Jacoby his rookie year? Philip. 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 My bad. Philip. So yeah. Four. Damn, I keep forgetting that Philip snuck in there for one year. So four 
four quarterbacks in four years, and he's constantly improving. So if you give him consistency, and that consistency is dynamic, and that consistency also brings behind him number 28 that's already signed for the next three to four years, and you already know how dynamic he is, the offensive line is going to improve. And when Josh Downs is there, and we got a ton of tight ends, might draft another, so on and so forth. You want stability. You want consistency. So this is no knock to Mike Evans. It's no knock to any other receiver that may come in. But I want our own guy first and then an addition. So he's the number one guy for me. Agreed. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. All right. Too easy. I like being right. And the thing is, Ballard said this from day one. He's going to build this team from the draft. Yeah. That's his right. guy. That's his pick. That's his pick. Fact. Okay. And and I and I will say shit. You know what else is kind of <laughs> if you being honest about it, not only is that his pick, keep this in mind. There was a draft or so before where he didn't take certain guys. Like he didn't take, you know, the DK Metcalf in 2019. He didn't take, you know, fucking uh, Gary Terry. Terry. He didn't take, you know, uh, A.J. Brown. Now, all these guys potentially would have been second rounders, too, because that was a year that we traded back, end up getting Rocky Sin. So he waited a, the following year to get Michael Pittman. So I'm not saying that hindsight being 2020, this, that, or the other, but I'm saying whatever he didn't see in those guys to take them the year before, He's seen in Michael Pittman and was comfortable taking him where he took him. And he knows how good those other guys are already that we mentioned. He knows how good his guy is. And like I said, I think he'll bet on his okay. guy. And so they have to do that all over again. Yeah, just my thoughts on that. Okay. 100. So last but not least, and we'll make this quick. So by no means are we saying this is the overall top 10 um, free agents coming out this year, but PFF, a well-respected organization does this every year uh, when it comes to free agents they do it every year when it comes to just ranking who they think is the best at positions blah 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 sometimes people use this shit as clickbait to say hey this is why my team is better than yours all this other nonsense but currently the top 10 free agents by them ranked by them now Kirk Cousins at number one <laughs> stretch <laughs> Chris Jones absolute dog Josh Allen from the Jags dog Brian Burns from the Panthers, dog. T. Higgins, dog. Christian Wilkins, dog. I'm going to jack his name up. We'll just call him Justin M. from the Jags, dog. Antoine Winfield Jr., dog. Jalen Johnson, dog. Ladarius Sneed, dog. Now, I'm calling them dogs because dogs got to be fed, and they're going to get fed some big checks, <laughs> some giant checks. We know we're walking in the door somewhere in the mid, like 52, 53 million. We might do some other cuts to, the, to the bring us up a little bit more. But currently, I think, uh, is it the Bears or the Texans? One of them have 71 million. So they got a little bit more money to play with. Honestly, on this list, I see one guy that I honestly think Chris could probably make a deal with that wouldn't like break the entire money bank for us and that's number nine Jalen Johnson bringing in an experienced corner put on the other side of Brent's let Jones continue to grow and learn we still have Kenny at the nickel that's a decision we got to make but I think instantly instantly the cornerback room improves 
with a guy like Jalen Johnson, just like it improved when we brought in, you know, um, Stefan Gilmore, even though he was much further into his career. That's my thoughts on that. So out of this list and being practical, <laughs> knowing your GM, is there anybody even on here that you think legit has a chance to be signed by Chris Ballard? Legitly. My guy is Jalen Johnson, as I said. Can't steal my guy. Man, I'm looking at this list, looking at this list, and I don't see it. Just I don't even know. I don't, yeah, I don't even know if he can get Jalen. <laughs> these these guys are going to want big, big paydays. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Now, Hellboy over here, <laughs> he just said that Chris said he's going to take a deep, deep, dive into free agency this year a harder look so that's gonna yeah. cost him some money like he's not hard he's not looking harder like when you when you're about to make that decision on hey i'm finally gonna spend this money on this sports car you're not not going into that knowing that every bell and whistle is gonna cost you top dollar <laughs> so you just get it <laughs> you just get it so okay we you know the areas that need to be improved right Okay, so if you're looking at this list, and I'm not even saying this list is 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 where Chris Ballard's head even is, but if you know we need improvement in certain areas, which is why I chose corner, where would you where would you go on this list? I'm talking to you, uh, Acosta. Oh man, I just see so many scenarios in my head for all these different positions. Um, I hate to do this, but this would be the scenario I'll put out there. Right, if we so it. happen. If we so happen to lose, yep, here it Grover, comes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Chris, Chris Jones. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew but, it. <laughs> but if the price is right, I think we can get Antoine Winfield. If the price is right. What about our own guy? We got a guy back there already. Antoine Winfield plays safety. We got we got black. Okay, well, true. But, you know, Blackman but, Cross, Cross really stepped like, up. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, we have our guys, yes, but the price is right a veteran presence in that deep back, you know, deep defensive backfield, Antoine Woodfield, for sure. Okay. But the, I think the more logical one, if we lose Grover, be Chris Jones. If Chris is going to pay out the money, because Chris Jones is going to want a payday, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But Chris Jones. All, all, all those nine. names are going to be looking for a payday. I mean, I'm trying to. Th- I, don't, I, just, I just don't. I just don't see the Jags get rid of Josh Allen. I just can't see that. Yeah, that that'll be insane. I can't see the Chiefs getting rid of Jones. But they already, they already had, had. They, they already, already had, had a dispute. Yeah. yeah, they already had a dispute. What beginning of this year yeah. or last and, year's season? And keep this in mind. Now, listen. Okay, by no means am I saying Chris Ballard can still be tied to KC as far as like, hey, he helped build that roster because a lot of that has turned over. But Chris Jones was one of those guys when he came out of Mississippi State. That was like Justin Houston. It's like Mm -hmm. 2015 or something like that. So, uh, I mean, maybe there's still something there. He's 29. Well, I'm saying like maybe there's still like a a connection there. Like, hey, okay, look, you know, but but listen, let's let's slow down for a second. Because I love Grover Stewart. Don't get me wrong. Absolute beast. But can you imagine having Defoe and Chris Jones next to each other? I don't even oh. think. That's not even real. <laughs> like, 
Like I'm like I'm not even playing, bro. Like, and this is no knock on you know uh, Grove at all, but Defoe is legit, legit six foot seven, maybe maybe pushing eight. Chris Jones is oh, legit six six. Defoe's in the 280, 290 range. Chris Jones in the three twenty range. Can Defoe you fucking reg- imagine? Defoe registered at three hundred beginning of the season last year. Okay, so he's he's up higher than I thought he was. But can you yeah. imagine the pressure of the sick of the fucking center calling this shit out with these two some bitches in front of you? <laughs> I mean, Defoe luck, plays guys. a traditional three technique, and he's already getting doubled and everything else, and he's still putting pressure on boys left and right. And if you want, and this is the thing, because people don't even really understand this. If you really want to manufacture pass rush, what is the interior doing? So if you can get the interior to literally be like, we got to put all our attention there, I guarantee you Samson and fucking Quiddy Pay have career years. So there's something to be said about, do we just go draft another pass rusher or potentially pay a pass rusher when we already got a couple good ones? I wonder if we take a chance and get, and again, this is no knock on Grove. I know he's a fan favorite, but we go get a legit, bona fide, all pro, multiple Super Bowl winning champ to come be next to number 99. 95 and 99 next to each other. Opens the flux. Shit, I might get three sacks next year playing right in. Because <laughs> they, ain't nobody going to be looking. Who the fuck will worry about me? <laughs> like, they got to worry about 95 and 99. I'm free all day, baby. <laughs> Let's go get sacks. You know, so, just the first, the first thing that comes to mind is like, I know it's not likely of us to do it because we, we very rarely did it, but just keep imagining the, the stunt plays with that yeah. line. And I'm holy shit. And shit, since we got to sit here and, you know, watch ourselves get cut slowly <laughs> with a with a thousand little paper cuts because we don't blitz. What better way to manufacture a four man pass rush than having two absolute beasts inside just absolutely destroying the interior and all of the focus there. And you now have the pass rush you want because shit, we got a we got a four or five rotation when it comes to our, our rushers. You know, you can go to mm-hmm. uh, Dangbo. You got Quiddy Pay. You got Samson Abukum. Um, who else am I missing on that on that rotation for the pass rush? Io. Uh, well, I said oh, he already said that. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, I didn't. And then you have the other guy. Uh, fuck. Why, why can't I think? Uh, if we bring him back. Uh, oh, Tyquan like, Lewis. Tyquan Lewis. Like these dudes all had decent years. And oh, and the, the rookie. Uh, the rookie. Uh, at a time, way, yeah. Everybody had really this well. It could be that. I mean, that would be boy, that would be a play from hell. I don't, I don't, I don't, this is no knock on Chris Ballard, but he just to me, he hasn't ever operated in like a, <clears throat> like a, uh, what's the dude from Philly, like a Leary, uh, Leary, is that his name? Leary, their GM. He just goes and buys everybody. Leary's like, yeah, uh, bring Roseman, Howie Roseman, Roseman? the Eagles. I think that's the owner. I thought Larry uh, was the GM. I don't no, know. Whoever, whatever the fuck. Would... Whoever the GM is, he goes and fucking buys everybody. And, you know, that's not Chris Ballard. But that could be the play. And I would be a happy man. But I don't know. Kansas City got Kansas City got things they got to do. Are they going to franchise one? Talking about LaDarius Sneed. 
I know Chris Jones don't want nothing to do with no franchise tag. He sat out last year. They did that whole thing. Set out yeah. five games. Set out five games last year. So I, I definitely don't think they want to do that dance again. They know how is how important he is. He basically, basically the last couple drives changed the game in in the Super Bowl. Definitely changed the game in Buffalo when Josh Allen had that wide open touchdown pass. It was him that put his hands up or pressured him and made Josh throw it early. That ended up being a field goal. The rest is history. You know, like so. Yeah, super important dude. He is a game changer. Absolutely. All right, so Chris Bally, you heard us here. You heard it here first. Go get uh, Chris Jones. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking right. <laughs> but no, yeah. So that I mean, that's my thoughts, man. And again, like it is the exciting time of the year. Yes, it is over. We gotta fucking sit back and get through the long summer. But hey, franchise tag period is open. Legal tampering starts next week. The draft actually, I'm sorry, not the draft. The combine starts. Next week. Next week. Um, holy shit. Uh, then the draft will follow in April. And then before you know it, they'll start uh, OTAs and mini camps and all that shit. And it's like, shit, they'll be right back. Right. So now everybody's just watching the progression of AR5 because mid to late last week, he was seen throwing and that shit went viral. <laughs> It probably was a five-yard pass, maybe 10, but we thought it was a 75-yard pass. So it just looks great to not see him in a sling or none of those things. So one day at a time, right? Like Chris said, we're not going to crown him yet. One day at a time. I know Anthony is super, super, super excited to get back. His favorite word to say is excited. (laughs) So I know he's back. Mentally, he's ready to get back out there. And I think he has so much to prove. and That can make him dangerous. That really can make him dangerous. Not to he came in with a chip on the shoulder already. X. People don't think he could throw. Talking about being accurate. Uh he had the injury prone thing, which unfortunately he kind of fell into a little bit. You know, I don't like saying that, but if you're just looking at it, I mean he didn't finish his rookie year. So, you know, people are already, you know, scratching his name out. So I, I know he's keeping the receipts. So we just gotta do right yeah, by keep him. Keep those receipts, young man. Prove them all wrong. Just gotta do right by him and uh, you know. Let him progress and football be back. And we'll continue to talk about because each week I think we should just dive deeper into our own free agent potential signings and what we think is a good pickup. Because the one thing that we know, Chris Ballard does love the draft. But I also think that he's to the point, like we said, he's already doing roster turnover from his own drafts. So to continue to build from that perspective is saying that he's going to have the longevity of Bill Polian or something like Bill Polian was our GM for fucking all the paid Manny's career 14 years right Chris is about half of that and I'm not saying that he won't do that I, I hope the guy continues to be the GM until forever but you're also playing with house money thinking that the team the organization and whatever is not going to get tired of the mediocrity mediocrity we've been putting up over the last decade because that's going to eventually that'll outweigh how great of a person he is how great of a football mind he is if you still are not getting wins division titles not even making the playoffs damn sure not winning playoff games not even sniffing the super bowl you know this is a business that requires results (laughs) so i don't think his philosophy can be okay i'm just gonna build it like that's 
feel like you're going to have to take this car that's already got some miles on it. <laughs> and uh, you might go, you might have to drop a few parts on it. But what we're not going to do is strip it down to the bare bones and start Let's a restoration project. No, we're not, we're not going to be able to start a restoration project. Nope. We're going to have to do this shit like we're doing uh, Betty Blue and uh, <laughs> work over some of the ugly and get her going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got to work over some of the ugly and get her going. So that's my thoughts on that. Uh, anybody, you got any parting shots before we get out of here? We're 10 minutes over. I blame you. you I think both of you. It, it, it wasn't this year's end of the press conference. It was last year's where Chris said he's definitely changing his mindset on who he brings in, who he doesn't. I think that continues. I think this year's going to be a big year for him. Yeah, because this is, I mean, I'm going to give you a shine too, uh, Costa. But you know what? We have talked a lot about, uh, what we say, uh, the Colts guys or whatever the fuck we call them. But you know what? That bit us in the ass this year. If we just talked about people getting in trouble, people getting suspended, people getting kicked off the team, holy shit. <laughs> so we don't we don't necessarily have that, like, uh, I don't know, perfection standard, if you will. Like, oh, yeah, th these are just the guy. Like, man, and this is no knock on any of the guys. Isaiah Rogers, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, none of these dudes. None of this is a knock on them. But these guys got in trouble. Sergio Brown, all these dudes got removed off of the team. Mm -hmm. So to say that we're only going to – I mean that's a that's to me that's a loose one if that makes sense right like you you gotta you gotta if the player's a player he's a football player bring his ass in here because no more at all he got a background well we've had players on our team now that have a background too and we drafted them and we thought more of them and they did what they did that got them and even Chris said hey pe people make mistakes so if you could say that about your own draft pick the own players that you brought in then you should also be able to say like this dude made a mistake he can be a locker room guy now. Because talent is talent. Unless it's like Antonio Brown or some shit like that. But anyway, Casa, what you got, bro? Because <laughs> that shit's out of control. <clears throat> oh, well, I forgot to ask you this when you are going over your Super Bowl spiel. So I'll ask you it now. How was those street corners on Vegas? Were they pretty profitable for you? The fuck are you? <laughs> this mother. Good night. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, take us home. Right he, he, it does look like you got a new watch on, don't it? Sammy, take us home. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast and Bill Show on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.